Hello, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. And it's so glad that you joined us today. This is our boardroom chat. Yes, we're going to talk again. You know, FDR used to have the, you know, the great president back in the 30s, fireside chats and things mm -hmm. like that. This is about, you know, we just like to open ourselves up and tell you uh, our, our weak points as well as our strong points. So, you know, we, we have nothing to hide. Do we have weak points? Oh, I think so. Praise <laughs> the Lord. God's been so good and gracious. But I want to talk about something that I find that when I give people a, per, a portion of my testimony, mm -hmm. they kind of freak out. They go, oh my God, you never struggled with this or you never struggled with that. And I find a lot of people struggle after they're born again with habits, mm -hmm. with conditions, drugs sometimes. Even after they, got, they really are born again, but, you know, I mean, they struggle with that. You or really booze. do have an amazing testimony well, to the I'm power gonna, of God. I'm going to answer that today. Good. And it's going to be a blessing. So call a friend, tell them, you know, watch this thing and be blessed or share it with other people. How do you say that? Yeah, share, share it. it. And share all those it. kind of things and you'll be blessed. Now, the whole thing is this. My background was sin. That's all I did. I, I was over my head. I, I have no other background other than sin until I came to the knowledge of Jesus in, on Labor Day weekend, you 1974. You were 24 years old. I was 24 years old at the time. Me and Kathy got married very early. I was 20. She was 17. We didn't have to get married in any way, shape, or form. It's just that's what happened back in those to. days. We just wanted and to. We're still Girls got out of high school, and the next weekend, they usually got married. That's why they called them June brides. Really? That's what they say. Praise <laughs> the Lord. I don't know how you were there. You ought to know. Praise God. But anyway, to make a long story short, I got born again at about a quarter to nine on a Saturday night. I already had drank a fifth of whiskey. Okay. But I got to a point I was so pickled with so much booze that a fifth of whiskey People over, don't always know what a fifth is. What, what, what is it's that? A, it's a bottle. They know it's what a fifth a, is. It's bigger than a... Well, I don't know if it's bigger than a quart. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's a lot of whiskey. You know, it's a lot <laughs> it's of a booze. It's a big bottle. Anyway, so to make a long story short, I got born again, and when I would go into the, uh, into, into the nightclubs and things of that nature, you see this kind of glass? These were kind of like, if you remember years ago, used to make malts and milkshakes, and they, they did have these metal glass, and they go, zzz, zzz, those kind of machines. Well, I drink four of those like this a night. Hmm. That's after I drank that fifth of whiskey, that bottle of whiskey yeah, during the day. because people were always buying drinks for the band, and so they, they would just pour the pour shot in that, right And all that kind of stuff. And I was a scotch drinker. You know, scotch whiskey. I drank just about every kind. But anyway, I immediately, what happened was I got born again, and within uh, oh, 15, 18 minutes, I'm on the stage, about ready to start, and, and people already buying his drinks. And here comes the cocktail witch. She says, uh, my name then was Jerry, you know. Yeah, know. And uh, make a long story short, she said, but the point, I said, I don't want any of that. And that she your, looked at me like I lost my mind. That was one of your first decisions. First, I said, no, I don't want any of that. And I thought to myself, I can't believe I just turned that down. Mm -hmm. How can I turn that down? I mean, as much as I've been drinking. I first got drunk when I was six. You know, I mean, loaded to the gills because my uncles and stuff left cans of beer. And, you know, a child's going to drink stuff, you know. Before you know it, I fell off the back of a boat drunk because a skunk mama beat me sober, you know. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Watch this. So many people are born again. And after they're born again, and they truly are born again. They're saved. But they struggle with things. I want to answer that again today. Good. If you got a Bible or an iPad, I want to go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. I want to start reading with verse 17. A lot of people know this verse, mm -hmm. but do you know what it actually means? And I want to read it in the King James, and then, Kathy, I want you to read it in the Amplified. Okay. Uh, verse 17 of 2 Corinthians chapter 5. It says, therefore, and I like to say it anytime there's a therefore, find out what it's there for. Yeah. That's a connecting word. Something's right. coming to it. Therefore, if any man or any person be in Christ, he is a new creature. A new creature. 
Here's a new feature. Mm-hmm. Something has happened here. He's a new creature. Now, this is what the church world does not understand the next day. But old things are passed away. Why are you struggling with old things when they're passed away? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, <laughs> people that are in the grave, they have passed away. They're no more struggles. In fact, they say they're at rest. Mm-hmm. You know, rest in peace, like they say. Right. Old things are passed away. And then the word behold means look. Behold all things, not some things. Notice that. All things are, are become new. new. Which means I'm going to get something new every day of my life since I've been born again. I want you to read just that verse in uh, uh, the Amplified. All right. It says, therefore, if any person is engrafted in Christ, the Messiah, he is a new creation, a new creature altogether. The old previous moral and spiritual condition has passed away. Behold, the fresh and new has come. Now, that's another translation, but that's what I'm saying with There are a lot of people struggling with things that they should never struggle with because experience says you should. See, just because your body wants something doesn't mean you're going to give it to it. True. See, that's how people lose weight on diets. You know, every the minute you say the word diet, you want to eat something. I mean, (laughs) your your mind goes, "Mm, uh uh-oh, something coming here. You see, automatically it sends a little response, "Uh uh-oh, we're going to be suffering here. No, you don't have to uh, uh, give everything to your body that your body wants. Because, see, you are a spirit housed in the soul and clothed in the body. Let me get on money. You see, money, the love of money is the root of it. Money is nothing. Money is just some tool, see, that you use in an economic world. There's no such thing as bad money. Right. It's what you do with it that makes it bad. Because mm-hmm. right? it takes money to operate and function in anything you do. Now, and, and a lot of people struggle with that. You know, that's why they don't understand prosperity. Man, they think rich is bad when it's not bad. Now, I mean, by no means. Now, if you fall in love with that, that money becomes your security. That's an old thing. That's an old thing. See an what old, I'm saying? An old way of thinking. An old way of thinking. No, see, God said, no, no. Your security is God Almighty. So now I'm going to read it again. Therefore, I can quote it. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature or a new creation. Right. That's that better than the word creature. Right. And, and that was something new, something that's never existed. Wham! Came into existence when you got born again. Then he said, old things are passed away. You remember when I got born again, it took four months to get me out of the music business. And then we came back to Louisiana because you wanted Jody to know her grandmother, your mama, Irene, right. all those kind of things. And I had a wonderful pastor. He was worried about me, uh, and he was trying to be nice to me. And he said, now, he, said he, he called me Jesse. He said, now, Jesse, don't get around booze. Because, man, much as you love booze, man, much as you drank, that will be such a temptation to you. I had this odd look on my face like this. And I said, Brother Rayford was his name. Sidney Rayford was his right. name. Wonderful man. Right. Wonderful man of God. He's in heaven today. I said, Brother Rayford, the Bible doesn't say that. He looked at me like I lost my mind. I know he was trying to take care of me. Don't misunderstand because he's a good pastor. Yeah. I said, the Bible says, notice I didn't say what I thought. <laughs> I said what God said. I said, the Bible said old things are passed away. He said, that's right. I said, then why are you telling me to worry or not get around boo because it might get me? Because if it's an old thing passed away, it'd have to be raised from the dead to get me. Mm-hmm. I don't know why people are afraid of graveyards. There ain't nobody in there can hurt you. Ain't nobody coming out. It's them live people that can hurt you. 
At graveyard, you can walk in the middle of the night and don't even be worried about nothing. But you know, Hollywood makes you know, all that kind of stuff. When actually dead people, they are at rest. They ain't worried about you walking around in a graveyard. They sleeping, man. I mean, they enjoying themselves. Old things are, and it shocked him when I said that. Right. He said, you know, I just never thought of it like that because what happens is because somebody had a struggle with something, they automatically thought, well, everybody's going to have a struggle with that. But it's simply not true. You were shocked. Like after I got, when I got born again that night, and you know I hated church with a passion, that the <laughs> next day I think I came up, let's go to church. Right. Totally a new person. A new, I mean. I mean, the outside of you looked the same. Right. But your mannerisms and Completely your different. desires. New language. Flipped around. Totally new language. You're talking about every other word was a cuss word. I cussed constantly. I was a good cusser. You want to call it this. I mean, Kathy said, my God, you want to go to church? And I wasn't cussing. Yeah. Why? Because I was a new creation. Well, think about when you're born. And not 24 hours old. Right. Well, think about when a baby is brand new and born, a brand new baby, when our baby was born. When right, our Jordan. daughter now is almost 50. I don't know if she mm. likes, likes us to say yeah, that. Yeah, but, but she don't look it. <laughs> no. She looks like a mama. She not, don't look, Y'all good on age. I'm oh. the one that's getting a little old looking. But brand anyway, new baby. <laughs> nothing, no sin, no nothing. No, nothing. Just like you, brand new person, even though the things you had done the day before, were things that would have kept you out of heaven. This brand new creation, all of a sudden now you could go to heaven. And then you have all the trappings of that old life. But what I used to do, I didn't want to do. And what I didn't want to do, I wanted to do. In turn, because my new creation, my new spirit took place. Mm -hmm. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. new. Now the next verse is a powerful verse. And all things are of God. Why? Because you're a new creation. See that? Mm -hmm. Who hath reconciled us. You ain't got to reconcile yourself. Who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Believe what Jesus has done, going to do, or doing and going to do. See, by Jesus Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Mm -hmm. In other words, if you listen to what I'm say, saying, Jesus Christ in me will reconcile you. Because he's done the work. All we have to do is just walk in his footprints. That's right. Now read that in the, the Amplified. The is so clear on this, too. It says, but all things are from God, who through Jesus Christ reconciled us to himself, received us into favor, brought us into harmony with himself, and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, that by word and... Uh, don't go to the second verse. No, it's read the, the same verse, okay. but it's the okay. explanation of reconciliation, which okay. people... This really helps you to understand that by word and deed, we might aim to bring others into harmony with him. That's okay. That's my whole key. When I would tell people, they said, well, you never struggled with booze. You never struggled with drugs. You never struggled with women. I was wine, women, and song. Constantly. I mean, everything. No. Listen, not even tempted. Mm. Not even tempted. Why? Because a dead man can't sin. A dead man can't drink. A dead man can't commit adultery or fornication or whatever. A new creature, a new creation is happening here. Yeah. Uh, I'll put it in a scientific form. It's kind of like a new planet was formed That's inside good. of you. You see what I'm trying to say? That's good. And God reconciled us or the planet to the universe. Yeah. So that we could be a light in a dark right. place. Right, brand new, like one, a life that never was before. Right. Every one of us are so unique. That's why, ladies and gentlemen, when people say bad things about me because I believe in prosperity, I just, it's like water on a duck's back. Mm. Why? Because 
I'm just using that in this life. I pray every day for Jesus Christ to come. Why? I mean, let me tell you something. Once I go to heaven, you can have my house. I don't care about any of that glory. I don't care about anything around here. Right. I mean, I want to start my eternal way, work. You see what I'm saying? Well, a person asked me, not, uh, I don't know how long ago, I get in these time, well, how many houses do you have, Brother Jesse? I said, two. He said, two. You know, and you know I don't have two houses here. We only have one house. Am I right. correct? That's correct. But I do have another house. I have a mansion in heaven. That's right. And I declare it. He said, in my father's house are many mansions. If it was not so, I would have told you. Now, why would God tell us that? He was saying this. I want you to be living on the earth like you would live here. So here is a mock-up. Here you can use that. See? Mm -hmm. now, you don't fall in love with the stuff. I've never seen a house that didn't get old, that didn't need to get painted, that didn't have to change some rotten wood or, you know, or clean the concrete, the slab, all that kind of stuff. That's going to happen. But in heaven, that won't happen because yeah. there's no such thing as decay. Yeah. That's see, that's good. what's happening. Your new car starts decaying. And boy, I'm going to tell you something about your money. It decays quicker than the car. Yeah. You buy the car, you drive it off the lot, you've lost about 30% of the value right there, maybe 50. That's what they say. That's what they say. And they, they say, well, well, you know, so that's called decay, but in heaven it's not. Well, I decided I would live on this planet now like I'm living in heaven. His will be done where on earth or in earth as it is in heaven, however you want to say it. Mm -hmm. See, because I'm a new creature in Christ. So I'm not worried about the old things. Yeah. Why? Because they're dead. They don't exist in my life. Do you understand what I'm saying? Which means if God gave me, made me a trillionaire, I ain't going to fall in love with that money because the money is a dead thing. Yeah. I just use it in an economic world. Yeah. I show you how dumb it is if you really think about it. It's a piece of paper. But because we say it's valuable, you can't eat it. It can't clothe you. I mean, if you'll freeze to death if you wrap yourself up in some paper. You can't, it, it, but because we say it's valuable, it is. Yeah. Well, say what's valuable. Christ in you. That's right. That's what he says. And I love that in Amplified, it says the fresh and the new has come. Ooh. So this fresh and new life, there's a new way to live. And, and we learn about how to live this new life by reading the word of God. Oh, yeah. But we see what God says about us. And, and it's such a blessing to see how many lives have been transformed, not only our lives, but because oh, yeah. we've shared our life. We have, like, it's, like I read in verse 18, that by word and deed, we might aim to bring others into harmony with him. And the reason we're doing this is for you. We want others to find out more about Jesus. Yes, because it's happened to us. Don't we look happy? <laughs> you know, we are. Why? Because of Christ. And that doesn't mean we don't have problems in life. You see what I'm trying to say? Now watch this. I want to read verse 19, then I want you to read it and amplify. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. Mm -hmm. It didn't say janitors. Verse 19, you said? Yeah, excuse me, verse 20. Okay. Now then, we are ambassadors. It didn't say janitor. Nothing wrong with being a janitor. So don't get mad at him if you're a janitor. That's a good job. But he said an ambassador, which means you're at a very high level when you become a new creation in Christ. Hmm. You see, an ambassador, a representative of that government, a representative of the government of heaven, a representative of Jesus Christ, of the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. So we shouldn't be arguing over the Trinity to start with. Right. We should be ambassadors for blessings. We should be an ambassador. Holy Ghost will just came. You ought to be glad that I am a blessed man financially. I'm an ambassador to you. If it can happen to me, it can happen to you. It should happen to you because it happened to me. Why would God bless me and he wouldn't bless you? 
I mean, he's not a respecter person. Am I getting too excited here? No. Am I preaching too much here? <laughs> now then we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ that be ye reconciled to God. Now read that verse 20. It says, so we are Christ's ambassadors, God making his appeal as it were through us. We, as Christ's personal representatives, Ooh. beg you for his sake to lay hold of the divine favor now offered to you and be reconciled to God. And verse 21, for he had made him to be sin for us, that's Jesus, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Read that in Amplified. For our sake, he made Christ virtually to be sin, uh -huh. who knew no sin, so that in and through him we might become endued with, viewed as being in, and examples of the righteousness of God, what we ought to be, oh, man, approved and acceptable, and in right relationship with him by his goodness. Now watch this. If I'm the righteousness of God, then why I want to drink? You don't need it. No, it's a dead thing. Why I want to smoke dope? Why I want to chase women? Why? What can a dead man do? Nothing. Because, see, we've been made the righteousness of God. So I live out of my spirit through a, a, a transformed, not conformed, but transformed mind and a crucified body. Mm -hmm. See, when you lose weight on a diet, you're crucifying your body. Now watch this. The first three or four days is pretty tough, isn't it? But after a while, the body goes, okay, they ain't giving up. It's basically a decision. So we just might as well lose the weight. It's a decision. It's a decision. Mm -hmm. This decision today is so, so I'm not worried about all those old things. <laughs> Come in. Come in. <laughs> I ain't the ugliest man in the world. I ain't pretty, but I ain't ugly. Every once in a while, I get hit on. Can you believe it? Look at this hair. White as it could be. Monica, who would want some? Who is this stupid? But I don't go, whoa, whoa, I still got it. Uh, let me give you a, a revelation. No, I don't. <laughs> you know? yes. But what my point is, I didn't go, oh, that's not even a temptation to me. Because you see, I'm like Joseph. How can I do this great wickedness and sin against my God? Now, who would have told on Joseph? Nobody, no Israeli was there. Mm -hmm. Nobody would have known anything other than Potiphar's wife. Right. See, I mean, I'm talking about his family. No one could, nobody of, of his species in terms of being a Hebrew was there. But he knew God was. Right. So he said, how can I do this great wickedness and sin against my God? So when Satan tries to put something in my mind for me to sin, I go, whoa, whoa, time out. How can I do this great wickedness and sin against my God? So I got Jesus as an example. I got Joseph as an example. And let me help you. You got Jesse as an example. Now, I don't mean that arrogantly or privately. What I'm saying now, you say, well, you put yourself in that same line? Yes. Yes. Why? I've been made the righteousness of God. Read verse 21 again in the Amplified. Okay. I'm not giving you my opinion here. This is what Jesus is saying he here. He says, through the Apostle for Paul. our sake, he made Christ virtually to be sin, who knew no sin, so that in and through him we might become endued, viewed as being in and examples of the righteousness of God, what we ought to be, approved and acceptable and in right relationship with him by his goodness. What we ought to be. What we ought to be. So if old things are passed away, we ought to be what God says. So he, made, he was made sin. Yes. So that we can be made righteous. That's right. 
He was made sin. He did not commit sin. Right. See, that's the difference. And we weren't righteous in our own selves, but when we accept Jesus as our personal right. Savior, we become right. the righteousness of God yeah, we, through Christ Jesus. We were not righteous. We were made righteous. Right. He was not sin. And he was made sin. And this is a revolutionary way to oh, think. I've got to say this. He was not made a sinner. No. He was made sin. A sinner means you, make, you, 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 you commit an act of sin. Jesus never sinned. He was always Think about righteous. that. That's powerful. Now, you've never been righteous. But because he did this work for us, he made us righteous. Well, bless God, but just, I just don't feel righteous. Well, sometimes you don't feel married, but you are. Sometimes you don't feel like going to work, but you do. Sometimes you don't feel like paying your car note, but if you want to drive the thing instead of walk for the rest of your life, you're going to pay the note. You understand? So it's not about how you feel. It's what you do and what you believe. So that's what Pastor, at that time, way back when, in the, uh, uh, that'd be 1975, uh, he didn't understand. Because he just right. knew for sure that these old things that have passed away would just get me. Yeah. Now, why do people backslide? Let's answer that. First thing first, that's very hard for me to understand. What in hell do you want? What does hell have to offer that you're willing to go back there and get it? You see? Now, but I'll tell you why people do it. Because, you see... When God saved you, now I'm going to get in a, the a theological little dispute. I'll probably get some comments on it. He didn't make you a slave. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a water. But if I wanted to, after this boardroom chat, go fill this baby up with scotch, God ain't going to stop me. What? He's not going he to be screaming at me. Holy Spirit inside me going to say, what's the matter with you? I still have a right to get drunk if I want to. The reason why I don't, because I don't. I don't want to. You see what I'm saying? He didn't make me a slave. If you can walk in, you can walk out. Just that simple. Don't complicate that. Let that. I know what you're thinking. Take heed. Or what? Uh, who can separate us from the love of God? That's really true. <laughs> Let me tell you, the people are in hell today. The sinner. God still loves still people. Still loves them. Nothing to do with his love. Yeah, nothing to do with their position is where they are. Right. See, he didn't make us a slave. I thank God for that. Now, Satan will make you a slave, boy. He will stick your head in the ground, kick your brains out if he can. Jesus, who has way more power than that fool, he will say, I'll do what you want to believe. Mm -hmm. So I've got to thinking, okay, let's get over on the finance, because most of y'all know me as a prosperity quote, quote, whatever. The Bible said he became poor that through his poverty I might become rich. Right. Now, <laughs> why does God trust me with money? I've asked that to the Lord many times. Why? He, I, he said, because you, you know it's dead, and you don't fall in love with dead stuff. You know, dead things stink. You, know, you don't want to be around dead stuff. You like live things. You see? He said, so you use it for my kingdom. You use it to live in life. And, you know, and, and listen, God don't care if you have a new car. He don't care if you got a new house. He don't care how big your house is. The Bible said in Deuteronomy 8, when you built beautiful houses right. and you dwell in there, just don't forget that, it, that it's the Lord God that gave you that ability to, to live like that. Right. You see, now, now some people, just because some sinner sins, that the, why are you charging me for their sin? You can't do that. I've been made the righteousness of God. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying here? Because I felt so strong with this. I really wanted to talk about something else. And the Lord said, you go to 2 Corinthians 5, 17. He said, and if they'll understand it, I'll bless them. In the city, in the field, going in. Thank you, Holy Ghost. You, you get blessed financially today if you let God do what he want to do. Mm -hmm. 
You get saved right now if you let him do what he want to do. Amen. You'll get healed right now. Mm-hmm. People get mad at me. Uh, they say, I mean, I've had people mad at me because I, I hadn't been sick. Who do you think you are? Not a sick person. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. You know, there's always, you, you can spot hatred like I've never seen before. I saw something terrible to, just before I came in. Right before I left the house to come over to do the boardroom chat, uh, uh, it was on uh, Fox News. I think it was Fox News. Somebody wrote an article, or op, op, something they call it, op, op, something. Uh, op-ed. Op-ed, yeah. That's an opinion. And they said, he's mad. Mad at Trump. I mean, so insane and crazy that they, uh, about the COVID that they ought to bury five, the 500,000 people who died at Mar-a-Lago in his yard like they did in Arlington Memorial. That belonged to Robert E. Lee. So they buried Union soldiers there, and he never walked into it. It became a, a lot of people don't know that, but that was Robert E. Lee's house. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's, that's a terrible thing. That's an insult to the people that died. Mm-hmm. Forget about Donald Trump. Who do you think you ought to tell people? Donald Trump didn't kill those people. A COVID virus did. So if that's the case, then uh, the Governor Como and all those people that died uh, in, in, in those old folks, they're going to bury them in, in the yard? Now, I'm not trying to be political here. You see how nasty and dirty that is? That's a person saying something that's not a new creature in Christ. They're living in the old junk of life. I don't doubt that they can become a wonderful person. They just meet Christ. I'm not talking about religion here. Religion is a theological wilderness. It's a garden of weeds. But when you become born again, now I'm not trying, I'm not a political person. If you know something, I'm very sad I'm going to talk much about politics. You want to be a Democrat, that's your business. You want to be a Republican or, or independent, whatever. That's, that's fine with me, man. I just want you to be a good American. That's it. Just be a good American. They are good Democrat Americans. They're good Republican Americans. They're good independent Americans. There's some good, you ought to be a good Christian. I mean, you understand what I'm saying? But the way to stay and be a good Christian is forget the old things of life. That's so true. And concentrate on what God has already said, already done. In fact, I, you know, maybe somebody can write this down. We ought to do a boardroom chat on what Jesus has freed us from. Mm-hmm. Therefore, whom the Son has set free. It'd be a long list. It's free. It's a, well, somebody write that down. I think we ought to do that. That would really help you. You, you see know, what Jesse, I'm I was just thinking about how there are probably a lot of people are hesitant to accept Christ because they're thinking, oh, I could never change. I could never stop doing this thing that I know he wouldn't be pleased with. Well, Kathy, so they that, can't. God has to do it. In the natural, they really couldn't. That's right. But your proof that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that I, my background that was sin. There's no limit to the goodness of God Ooh. and how he, his power to free you and deliver you from the, that thing that's kept you bound. You know, we got a letter from this. Uh, uh, we got a lot of great okay, comments. Okay, before you read that, I'll say, I want to stay right there. Dr. Tommy Haydell told me, who has now passed away, that I would have cirrhosis of the liver because I drank so much by the time I was 24 years old. So I shouldn't have made it to 25 and I died. Mm-hmm. Now, you, you see what I'm saying? But because Christ came in my life. Right. So you, I'm 71. You couldn't have stopped by yourself. You had no desire to stop. No, I didn't. No, why would I? I like the booze. And they said I could not stop, what they call it, cold turkey? Yeah. Because, I mean, I got up in the morning at 7 o'clock, ate some eggs, and drank a glass of scotch or bourbon. I wasn't drinking milk. Milk? You want me to rot my inside with milk? <laughs> I drank so much. Sad. Now, I want you to read this here. See, but I made a decision. Uh-huh. Not here. Here. Right. When you gave us 
wrote in these testimonies that Kathy about ready to read. You made a decision. We didn't have known this. Mm -hmm. But yet, you did. And you're going to get blessed as Kathy reads some of them. Go ahead, Kathy. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I had to do a little more preaching. I see you look like a, huh, he, he interrupted I'm, my flow. He's not letting me talk today, guys. I, gotta oh, make, I, I mean, it's on me, ladies and gentlemen. Let Kathy talk. Yes, let's, let's do a campaign. Yes. Let Kathy talk. If no. you understood where I came from, you'd let me talk a lot more. No, I really, you guys a great testimony. I'm so glad. I know Thank I didn't you, want to interfere with that because I believe the Lord, <laughs> the Lord put that on your heart. But, you know, every time I've tried to interrupt you, let yes. me just say this. I've tried to interrupt you, and you're going to have to learn to trust me. Because when I've tried to interrupt you, it's because this first one on this list flows exactly with where we're talking. Well, and read you, it. you haven't read these, but I was trying to interrupt you on purpose because it's so powerful. Okay. Simple but powerful. Listen to this. Bo says, love the deplanet. What's his name? Bo. Bo, okay. <laughs> yeah, I can't even say a name without interrupting. <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with that? Come on, help me, guys. Stop, say, stop interrupting Kathy. <laughs> Anyway, Bo says, love the Duplantis ministry. This ministry has revolutionized my life. Think about that. I ain't saying that. Well, I'm getting rebuked. <laughs> Go ahead. This ministry has revolutionized my life. Well, Jesus did, dot, 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 but you know what I mean. Exactly. So this person has experienced this revolutionary righteousness, which is what you've been talking about. And I think right. you preached a message years ago on revolutionary yeah. righteousness. That's right. And so that's really what it is. Your whole life, our whole life was totally turned around when you got born again. Amen. Well, a revolution. And then together. Happened. In fact, what? that's what used to be that, that prayer. You know, I used to pray for Jesse before he got she born again. She used to. Again. She don't do it no more. I pray for him now. But I mean, to be born again, you need to thank me for that. <laughs> yes, I understand. <laughs> but I remember, I remember laying hands on him in the night because he truly was a heathen. I mean, he, he just did a lot of things he needed to be delivered from. Anyway, I was... Zip it. Zip it. <laughs> Go ahead. Anyway, the thing was is that I would pray for him and, cause I, and I would say the scriptures. I found scriptures that said, talked about how the, the, the God of this world has blinded people's eyes to the truth. So I would pray. I said, Satan, I rebuke you from blinding his eyes to the, Jesse's eyes to the truth. And then I would say, I command the light of the, light of the gospel to shine in his heart. And then I'd say, Lord, send laborers across his, his pathway so that he can hear. And that's those people with that reconciliation. Message. Sure. But all of these things, God gave me the tools as a baby Christian. I had never read the Bible before, how I can pray. So I think I was part of that revolution, that new life that came because God showed me how to pray. So your life, I remember talking with people. I'm going to interrupt you again. Yeah. I remember talking with people that I would say, <laughs> I would say, I would encourage them to believe God for their husband to be born again. And their comment, instead of listening and agreeing with me and praying with me, oh, he'll never get saved. And so I thought they were already at a, at a place where uh, an opposition. It, you need to come to a point in your life to realize no matter what things look like, Jesus can change that situation. Nothing is too hard. No Amen. situation is too difficult. The supernatural, life-changing power of God, when you ask Jesus to come into your life, when he comes into anyone's life, it radically makes them brand new. They are a new creature altogether. The you're things they did in the past you're preaching. are <laughs> gone away and everything becomes new. And Jesse and I, from the moment that we've been, we've been serving the Lord, every day is a new day to experience Amen. new things with him. Because we're new creatures. Revolutionary things with him. Nothing is impossible when you hook up with Jesus. When we got saved, a revolution took place. You see, when a revolution takes place, a new world power takes over. 
-hmm. Now, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to throw you a curveball. Let's see, let's see if you land on your that. feet. How come God didn't call you to preach first? Why did he call me first? I think he did call me to preach first because you know what? I preached to you. That's true. And you, in your yeah, life, but why wouldn't you around. get up behind the You remember the, the time? Why wouldn't you get up behind the Well, platform? I had to grow. You had I guess. to grow. I, get to, I had to get to a point. Remember that time that hey, that's good. That's even good. when he was in the nightclubs and I was traveling along with him and he had, we had a band. When the band was like five members, six members, yeah, five. five or six it members six at some point. Some, yeah, it was growing here and there. Uh -huh. But uh, I remember telling him, Jesse, I want everybody to hear the gospel. And I remember that you corralled them all for me. Well, you, you see, God was nuts, room. you know. We all drinking it. And I said, Kathy's into the God stuff. She wants to preach. I stuff. wanted to testify to all of so them. So I said, come on, do this for me. And they said, okay. I wanted them so to we all sat new, there be and a new we, creature. We all stone smoking dope, Colombian man. I mean, whoo, Lord. Anyway, that's another story. <laughs> and I Kathy has yesterday. a little cassette player. She had a worship thing. Ding. Yeah, I created this church service because I couldn't get them to all go to church. So I created this church service on this cassette player. I had like the worship music. I had a sermon from someone else because I couldn't really, didn't feel confident that I could share a message. Right. Then I remember having the altar call music on the end of it. Oh, yeah. And so I had, I could see it like it's yesterday. They're all sitting there on the on the edge of the bed, sitting there. Because I told like them, this. look, I go and, <laughs> I said, I go hear y'all sing. Y'all need to come to my church service. It was at a That's hotel right. room. That's right. Because I couldn't get them to go to and church. And then she asked the question. She, th she, okay, she bombed us right there. The $64 question. Would y'all like to get saved? And yeah. all of us in unison went, no, but that did not deter no. her. You know why? New creation. Mm -hmm. And you know, A I new cared creation. about your souls, all of you. Yeah. Cared enough about you to mm -hmm. throw myself out there and give you the message that I felt I did what I felt God wanted we me to We kept throwing old things at you, but, but you didn't understand that she's a new creation, so it was not affecting her. She, she was back at us the next day. I was flexing my spiritual that's, muscles that's on my you point. guys. <laughs> that's that righteousness of God. Growing up. You see what I'm saying? You know what she, how she's flexing? She said, when you sow a seed financially, you know what you're doing? You're flexing your financial muscles to receive a harvest. And I'm going to say this. And I was, not long ago, I was in San Antonio, and they love what I said this. People say, you never struggled financially. Well, you, let me tell you why. I never had a financial deficit because, see, I was always a sower of seed. So when the financial deficit tried to hit me, it didn't hit my seed. It hit my harvest. When the famine came because Joseph obeyed God in the dream and filled up the granaries, when the famine came and it was sore, famine, they called it sore in the Bible. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, he had come, wham, but it didn't affect Egypt at all because the famine hit the harvest. Good. The harvest was so Good. great that it fed other countries. Mm -hmm. That's why I haven't had a financial deficit. Because, you see, I sowed my seed before famine would come that my harvest would take care of that. That's what it means to be a new creation in Christ. That's why we urge people to give. Right. It's not so we can get your money. For God's sake, we know you need your money. That's why we urge people to be healed. Why? Because sick don't feel good. Right. You know what I'm saying? That kind of stuff. Well, the things of the kingdom of God affect every sphere of our life. Amen. That's why Jesus spoke in Matthew chapter 6. He talked about seek ye first the Ooh. kingdom of God. He says that yeah. his righteousness, his way of doing and being right. right. He says, and then all these things taken together will be added unto you. What things? Well, he was talking about things. He says... Uh, things that you put on, you, what you wear, where you eat, where you live, all these things that we need in the natural. He actually said, take no thought saying, yeah. what shall we eat? What right. shall we, what should we right. wear? He said, and take that's how no you take thought, a thought saying. How do you take a thought? You say, you say it. it. 
And that was a worry thought that they were, they were, he was addressing right. then. That's correct. There was a lot of fear and anxiety. Just like today, there's fear and anxiety in the world. Well, how am I going to live? What am I going to do with my life? If I, if I turn to God, I, I'm going to have to change my lifestyle. And this, is, this lifestyle maybe that they're in now no, is no, what... No, I have to correct. They don't have to change their life. God will do that. All they have to do is obey what he wants I'm to do. I'm just talking about the questions that come to mind right. when people are faced with the decision. But when you, when you make a decision to turn to Jesus, every other decision will line up, and he'll Amen. show you the, way, the pathway to a life that's healthy and strong and, and blessed. I said this today and called you in our bedroom. You were in your bathroom. You came in. Uh, there's a lot of times I don't know what to do. I'm talking about in the natural. So I was thinking about some things this morning. And I, thought, and I called Kathy, and, and I said, Lord, I, I don't know how to do this. So what do you, he said, well, I do. And the peace of God that passed all my understanding just went over me. Praise God. And then he began to speak to me in discussions. Uh -huh. I like conversations with God. You know, people pray a lot, and I believe in praying, but I like to say, hello, Jesus. Hi, Jesse. Mm -hmm. How can you do that? New creation. Just new creation. Brand new. How come we're going to live forever? New body. Right. right now, we've got physical blood flowing through these veins. But when we get to heaven, we'll have, I like to call it like this, liquid God flowing. Because the, the, the body's not made up of the blood. Liquid God. There's God so much inside of us. Yeah. Constant, man. No decay. You know, None of this. <laughs> That's decay. That's exactly yeah. what that is. You know? That's just temporary. When we go it's to heaven, temporary. it's all going to be fixed. Yeah. That doesn't make any difference <laughs> to me. But when you understand, I don't want you struggling with old things. Can That's I say right. something that sounds arrogant? You need to follow us more. You need to get closer to this ministry. I will never tell you you can't do something when the Bible says you can do all things through Christ. You need to. I'm not just trying to get you. You need to be a partner if you're not a partner. Why? Because I got so much anointing of increase on me, on Kathy, personally as well as our ministry. Good Lord. Let me tell you something. If everything shut down today, shut down, I ain't going to suffer. You understand? I can just get in the front of the ministry, sit in a rocking chair and rock. I don't mean that pridefully. What, what is happening is, is that some people, they can't see something, they can't receive something unless they see it. Mm -hmm. God told me about our house, that he would use it to provoke people. I didn't like that word. I said, they're gonna get, they don't see you, they see me. They're going to be mad at me. So does that bother you? They were mad at me. But he said, I'm going to provoke them to love. First, they're going to get angry, but love never faileth. Mm -hmm. You see, so this, the reason why he made us a new creature in Christ, he could have said, that Jesse was just too bad. His background was sin, 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 not just one sin, a bunch of sin. But because I died for him, because I would become sin, I'm going to make him righteous. Yeah, and then after you got born again, that's not to say there weren't any, any temptations. Oh, no. I remember the time that we went to the Chili's restaurant. And yes, he was I so, remember that. I think he was so supernaturally delivered from alcohol. You know, like you were talking to some people. You want me to tell people. that story? That is a, a great story, great It was example. on Walnut Hill Lane in Dallas, Texas. I had just finished doing my exercise, and I didn't drink. In fact, I, I just got off my treadmill. I need some more. Get me, go get me some. You can come in here. That's all right. I, have I don't some, care. Baby. I have yeah, give some me some here. water. You come here. Some Pour here. some of that cold. here. No, that's fine. I get them. do it. Don't watch this. This is exactly what happened. <laughs> uh, we, there was a chili. Chili's had just kind of come out. Uh, the, the, the restaurant. Restaurant. And I liked it, you know. So I saw it said Chili's. So I took the exit. I said, and I was thirsty, boy, because I didn't replenish my fluids, I guess you could say. 
Now, I hadn't drank in years. I mean, in years, okay? And you were, were in the ministry. At I'm that in the time. ministry. I'm preaching the gospel. I'm enjoying myself. No temptation, no nothing. But this body is not dead. It has to be crucified daily. And somewhere in the middle of the night, he wakes up. <laughs> it does something. You know what I'm saying? And uh, uh, yeah, come on, you can bring me some just fine. Hallelujah. Just pull some in there. There you go. I don't mind. I tell you, we're all at the house here. <laughs> like if she don't want to get into the... Yeah, say hello to her. That's a sweet baby. <laughs> okay. That's yes. good. Now, that's not booze. That's uh, Perrier water. Okay. So watch that. We pull over and we, uh, the lady said, can I get y'all something to drink? Now, we Cajun people. You should say water. I said, I want some water. Water. That's like I sometimes, because I was thirsty, I had cotton in my mouth, and all that, you know, and Kathy ordered a Coke or something like that. All right. I have been all over the world, and water is a really unique thing. Some water is very salty. Some of them has a little got color in it. Mm-hmm. And in fact, in West Monroe, Louisiana, or Monroe, Louisiana. Artesian well Oh, water. they call it artesian. I don't know. To me, that looks polluted to me. <laughs> but, and it's, it's so wet that the soap slip off your it's soft. You ever heard of soft water? Mm-hmm. Hard water? All kinds of crazy. They okay. add chemicals to make She it brings me about this size glass and does it like this. I look at it and it's got kind of a, a slight yellow tint to it. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, maybe that's the way the water is in the Dallas area or this particular area. Whatever, wherever they get the water, I don't know. But when you're thirsty, you don't care. So I do this. And before I could swallow, I went, my body went scotch. It was scotch and water. And I knew it. She, I, I went like across the table. Oh, I went. And I didn't want to go back to that life, so I said. No, wait, okay, wait, let me finish. I went. Ooh, ooh, ooh. No, wait, my cat is about ready to explode. I'm going. Ooh. No, I said it before. Then you, you went. Spit it out. Spit it out. You, it's like you didn't know what to do. I said, who cares where you spit it at? <laughs> yeah, she did that. She's screaming, man. Spit it out. Spit it out. Well, here, people think, what is the guy? Is he I'm choking us out? him. <laughs> so here come the lady like and this. Myself. Here come the lady. Oh, and I went, boom, I spit it out. In the glass. I spit it out of the glass. And I went, boom. <laughs> I hadn't tasted scotch. My body immediately Recognized grabbed it. it. Why? Because you see this sin in the body. Your body's never saved. It has to be crucified daily. Mm-hmm. And I went, and, I, and all of a sudden I realized Satan was trying to get me to back at that thing. Mm-hmm. And I said, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. And the lady said, is there something wrong? I said, ma'am, I wanted some wa- water. I said, she said, I thought you said, I don't know how she could ever get scotch in water. Mm-hmm. Maybe she had scotch on her mind. Maybe she had brought a drink to somebody or something. I don't know. But I'll tell you one thing. For about two days, I'd be sitting, I'm not going to lie, I'd be sitting there and I'd go, and when I would do that, I'd go, I rebuke you. I say it loud. I don't care where I was in a restaurant. I rebuke you in Jesus' name. That's not my thoughts. Body, you crucified. And I never drank. I I just shut it down. Mm -hmm. The reason why I could do that, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. So you might have had a problem with women, okay? Now, you know, uh, uh, that devil is going to put some woman who you really like in front of you. Or maybe it might be a man. Mm-hmm. Maybe a man to a man. Or a woman to a woman. Or a man to a woman. Or a woman to a I don't know. Whatever tips you. You know what I'm saying? Immorality is all you Yeah. Know. It's immorality. You go, no. No. 
No, I will not do that. How can I do that wickedness and sin against my God? That's what it means by being born again. Mm-hmm. Are you enjoying this today? Now, Kathy, you know, she never, I, that, that, that's the thing that struggled, I struggled with because she was born again. She was a new creation. I wasn't. And when she told me she got saved, I said, well, nothing changed. You see, because when you got sin, you're blind. You, you can't see anything new. And I thought, I said, well, she don't do nothing wrong. She don't do nothing wrong. Did nothing change. But what happened, she said, she said I, I was rejecting Jesus as Lord and Savior. I had to accept him as Lord and Savior. You see, it, maybe she wasn't doing what I was doing. That's the truth. Thank God for that. But I'm just saying was, see, her heart had to be changed right. into a new species mm-hmm. or creation Re-created. or creature with a new feature. Right. I like that. The new features, you know. And, and, and I just told her, and ladies and gentlemen, I can honestly say, since that day, on Labor Day weekend, 1974, I haven't been tempted. I haven't, I mean, I don't think, man, I sure could, you know, do, do this, do that. No, I just don't do that. Mm-hmm. Not, not that I'm better than you. And the reason why, and here I'm going to answer, the reason why you're struggling is because you're giving it time. Mm-hmm. You take no thought saying. You're beginning to think this and let it take a place, take a place in your mind. And it doesn't go to the place of your, of your soul or your mind that's transformed. It goes to the place that's being conformed. It's not quite got there yet. Yeah. Say, so you don't pay no attention. No. You say, no, no. If you have to say it out loud, I don't care if anybody around you. Mm-hmm. Shut it down. Shut it down. No. Um, I, I've been watching my weight and all kind of stuff like that. And um, You know what happened to me last night? Last night. <laughs> we had a nice dinner with some friends. And uh, we actually drove across the lake. We call it the North Shore. And, uh, and had a nice time. It was coming back. I, was, I wasn't hungry. I didn't eat. So when we got, we got home, you know, Kathy went to the bathroom, uh, to her bedroom, put on her pajamas and stuff and all that kind of stuff. And I walked to the front to make sure that the side door was locked and all that kind of stuff. And I looked at the refrigerator, and a voice came from the refrigerator. Hello. <laughs> all you got to do is take a snack. And I said it out loud. I said, I will not snack. I don't need the snack. I am not doing that. Shut up in Jesus' name. And that want for whatever was in there, mm-hmm. shut down. Why? Because I told it what to do instead of it telling me what to do. Mm-hmm. Pretty simple. And that's real freedom. That's free. And it applies in every part of life. No matter what area of life keeps Amen. you bound, you can be free from any of that. You got, today. Any, you got a few more little um, uh, some I do. Testimonies. This is really great. This one's from Lynn. And it says, some 15 years ago, I emailed several prayer requests for my son, Mark. Yours was the only ministry to email me back. It That's meant sad. so That's much. That's so sad. That irritates this. me. Well, she's got her answer. Well, I'm glad she, that we emailed her, but I mean, what is wrong with other ministry? I'm not being critical. Wait a minute. What are you doing here? People need and Jesus. Here, they is, need it. Lynn is still watching 15 years later. We thank you, Lynn, for watching and, and share this with someone. Like, Put a like, a thumbs up, share it because more people will watch. Also, Amen. this one's from Sheikah watching from the Bahamas, listening from British Columbia. Angie's watching from Montreal, Quebec. And this one's from Karen. C-A-R-R-E-N. What an unusual who, spelling. Who's, who's it's beautiful. from Quebec? Angie. Angie, would Montreal, you pray Quebec, and ask the Lord? I, I have never preached in Quebec. I would like to go to Quebec. It's, I am I'm French. I, I think they speak a lot of French in Quebec. Well, she's writing here in English, so I guess they have yeah, a little so bit they of both. Yeah, they go both sides. Yeah, and, and, 
uh, what do they call it, bilingual, you know, that's okay. it. I speak a little bit of French. Yeah. My mother always used to say, pour le mot de Dieu. That means for the love of God. I, I must have it. done something. Amen. She said Praise it in a loud volume. Anyway, uh, Karen says, I, I, hello. I know how to ask for a bill. L'addition. I'll teach you that. Yeah. Or l'addition, Don't let me know s'il vous plaît. Give me the menu. means the menu, please. So we can eat and we can pay for it. Yes. In French. That's right. Hallelujah. <laughs> we Reachable. wouldn't know what to order. We don't though. have much time left here. Okay. Much Karen says, hello, Brother Jesse and Sister Kathy. Shalom to you. I love wow. you both and your team. Greetings from the Philippines. Isn't that a blessing? Yeah, and a lot of Costa Rica, Russia, Australia, India. This one says, there's so much wisdom shared in these chats. I benefit so much from them. God bless you all. Let, let me have that there. See, for lack of a better way to say it, they're staying close to us. They're getting help. You know, they didn't say, boy, I tell you what, nothing ever works. No, they're saying in testimonies. And that's just a few that we this pulled is just off. A few. I know there are so many more up there, but we don't have time to read them all. I'm going to read this one. I didn't know this Over one. the air. This but is we from Aaron. Look at this. Now, Kathy, this is a compliment to you and to me, too. I love how Kathy looks at her husband. <laughs> I wasn't going to read that one. <laughs> I see your love for him. Come on, baby. Come okay. On. Because it is how I look at my husband, too. Oh, isn't that sweet? I'm so thankful to God for what he has brought me. He has brought us from a lot and, and is still working. Just wanted to share this and how watching your broadcast is such a blessing and encouragement. I also love laughing at how y'all go back and forth. <laughs> so funny. Andrea says, another great boardroom chat. Thank you. I enjoyed them. I enjoyed them every week. This week's chat made me think of something the Lord taught me last year from Proverbs 3.16. He shall direct thy path. Mm -hmm. I come from a theatrical background, and so the word direct speaks more than just turning left or right, but directing every movement, tone of voice, and emotion. Ooh, man. Now, you see, these people are being helped because they, they follow our ministry. They stay close to us. We pray for all our partners. Never a day go by where we don't pray for you. Mm -hmm. And I mean that. And anyone else, you, you'll never be a day without prayer. I say it every day. I want you to be a part of our ministry, spiritually, physically, financially. I don't want your money for me, but I'll take that finance and get more people saved, do more of these kind of things. In fact, these things have become so popular, I've got to build a, and am building another studio where Kathy can do those things because she has a Bible study on the uh, uh, on, it? YouTube on YouTube and, and all, all kinds of different things are happening. Mm -hmm. So if you'd like to be a partner, you can go to jdm.org. That's our website. And, and, you know, if you want to give, you can hit the donate button. If you want to use PayPal, you can or text to give or the mobile app or whatever. If you want to listen, if you don't want to, don't. We're not going to be mad at you. No. Still would love to meet you. You're still able. I hope you still follow us. I hope we can be a blessing to you. But all I want to do is see somebody bless this ministry so I could bless you. Sure. Just that simple. We've asked the Lord for every dollar given to our ministry to give us a soul into the kingdom. And we do that, ladies and gentlemen. That's what it's all about. So therefore, if any man, person be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. So Stop. If you've been having problems with the drugs or the booze or the women or what you go, see you later, baby. No more. You don't get, there's no trespassing signs now all around me. 
Think about that, and God will honor you and bless you. Did you enjoy it today? I did. I did. You have anything else to say before no, we close? I'm so glad y'all are watching today. I hope you've enjoyed it, and I pray that you've been ministered to today. I believe that God has given you something for you, but also something that you can share with someone else. And they can always watch this. I know many of you are watching this live, but we're going to. They can sure. continue to watch it later, recurring and watch uh, it. Over yeah, and uh, and you know you can go to. Uh, we have something so wonderful called J uh, Total JDM. Uh, we used to charge for it, but because our faithful financial partners who is blessed, now it's completely free. Because we thought, well, my God, our partners are helping us. Why try to make some more money on somebody or something? So we opened it up. There's over 400 different products that you can just listen to for uh, free. Sermons, huh? past sermons, current, new, old, vintage ones that are yeah. blessing people. And yeah. many of people will binge on them and watch oh, yeah. them over and over. And, and, and I'm their so glad. lives are getting totally changed and transformed. Because the Word of God has supernatural power. When you hear the Word of God, the anointing, even though you may have preached it years ago, yeah. that anointing is still resident on them. When people hear the Word of God and receive it, their lives are totally changed. And I think we're, we're well, God is creating new creations every moment. You just said that, we're well, broadcasting. that, that, that sermon was preached 35 years ago. And it's, it, it's still anointed. Well, this Bible wrote thousands of years ago. Look at it. But it's still anointed. You see my point? And that's what's so wonderful. Well, thank you for watching today. Until next time, this is Jesse and Catherine Plans. And we love you. We really do. And we are praying for you. Yes. And I hope you become a part of this covenant church theme we have, uh, this, this JDM partnership. And if not, that's fine. You can still watch us. But if you help me touch someone else, I don't mind doing the work, ladies and gentlemen. I had a person asked me that last night. You ever think you're going to retire? Don't think so. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm feeling good. Oh, man, I, and and I'm, I thank Jesus 24-7. Right. Because Why? I'm a new creation. Yeah, and you know what? Our theme of our ministry, which you know, some new ones may not know, is reaching people, changing lives, one soul at a time. That's the slogan of our ministry. The theme this year is what shall I do But I didn't say for this year, Jesse. I said our theme for our ministry. And so, but the point is, is every person that's reached is a new new creature. (laughs) That's right. So we're reaching people, changing lives, one soul at a time, and we do it because of our partners that help us do it, partners from all over the world. This is our 43rd year of full-time ministry. And I've been preaching how long? 45. 45. 45 years. Reaching people. I don't care how big it is. I was preaching before that. That's right. Because I got born again before you, and I was preaching to you. It's truly a global ministry. (laughs) One-on-one. I don't mean that to be prideful. It's truly a global ministry, but I don't care how big it gets. We deal with you personally. One-on-one. One-on-one, and we always will. That's and you know where we learned that we from? Serve. Jesus. That's right. He, he left the, each the Bible talks about how he left the 99 to, to go, go get, get the one. And that we You do. are so important to him, and he, you are important to us as well. So until next time, Jesse and Kathy said, we'll see you later. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.